Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, did you see that cool new intro? I did. I did. I, who did that? Was that you? Hi. That's impressive, mate. That's oh, impressive. Man. When did you start working on that? Like 20 minutes ago. Well, Shane Austin. Crazy, eh? Um, I, knew, I knew the wee hairdo would tickle you. I literally was watching for your oh, reaction. J-Mac McQuiff. J-Mac McQuiff. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we return to you tonight with a movie review. The bread and butter of what this podcast always has been and hasn't been recently. So let's get back to <laughs> Well, it always has been, but not. Uh, so we kind of wanted to watch a movie and talk about it pretty much that's what our friendship that's what our podcast that's what all of our community has loved and that's what we've all loved about everything to do with all that cool stuff so that's what we're going to do again today we watched a movie that was on netflix which you can watch on netflix if you've got netflix uh called alone and hey Hey, you got netflix man i got got netflix hey i got netflix I got Netflix. You should come over some Netflix and kill. I would like to say that uh, I would love for you, the Jibber Jabber community, to send us some movies you'd like us to review um, and perhaps watch along. We've got a couple of ones coming up that J-Mac's really excited about very soon. We'll talk about that in a meanwhile. <laughs> um, but we will get into the the bread and butter of what this episode's about. The movie is called Alone. And it dropped mm. on Netflix and twenty. It's dropped not too long ago, actually, but it, it was made in twenty twenty. This movie. It was uh, directed by John Hyams, Hyams, and written by Matthias Olson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matthias Olson. It stars Jules Wilcox, Mark Menchaca, and Anthony Hale. Do you remember from Silence of the World Lambs? Um, Mark Menchaca. He was actually in Ozark. He played yeah. the uncle to wee Ruth Langmore. So uncle, was it Gus? Russ? Russ Langmore? Russ. Russ. And he got electric electrified. <laughs> A little bit of barbecue, but J-Mac, set the scene. Tell us, tell us the synopsis and your opinion of this movie, if you had to write it. The movie alone is almost what you call a typical kidnap movie. But not. There are some twists and turns in there. Some unexpected behaviours from some members of the cast that you would not expect in a film of this ilk. These, this is a film where people might actually react in the way that the people would actually react in real life, as opposed to just running up the stairs and expecting to get away. No, these, this women, this woman, actually. That, that, see, that's the thing. That's the thing that makes this film special. There's behaviours that this woman does in this film to escape that are so much more realistic than what you would normally get from your everyday kidnap, horror, slasher fair. And it was so refreshing to see. Uh, don't get me wrong, she doesn't make no mistakes, otherwise she'd never get caught and it'd be a shite film. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, aye. There's, there's, uh, this film has merits. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what is that? That sounds, that sounds like sounds effects you'd walk, you'd, you'd hear when you're walking through like the Edinburgh dungeons or something. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, I loved your snaps just there. A bit long for a DVD cover, mind you, but it's <laughs> pretty. Cool. I, I bet it's not too long for a laser disc cover. <laughs> <laughs> Have that. you seen those, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your one. 
Uh, Matthew Min says, sup guys, watched this earlier, not bad at all. Dude had a killer tash. That's right, that was, he was trying to take her to never, never land. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I have to say, I mean, it was really, it was really nice to see James Hetfield try something different. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you've got any pictures that you can bring up of this guy, but uh, the whole James Hetfieldiness, uh, I couldn't get over it. Once Matthew Min pointed it out to us after we said we were going to do this movie, Matthew Min pointed out that he looks so much like James Hetfield, and I couldn't get it out of my head. Right? It does. It, it does. It's like, it's like, oh, it's like once he catches her, he's going to make her ride the lightning. You know? So oh, oh, once he catches her, she's never getting away. Well, she's, if you she's like going to hear the bell toll. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to see uh, this fellow that we're talking about, you'll see him right now uh, via this trailer. Here comes a copyright strike, but hey ho! If we talk over this, J Mac, maybe it's less likely to get ripped out. That's a good point, actually. Let's do that. You live Trees. No. Volvo. Really? Mate, does she not remember? There is! Up and never, never live! Oh! Oh, man. It's nice hey, to see Carrie and Mouse. I've not seen her. Wait, mate, 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 that's literally what I was just about to see. Literally, I says, mate. And then when you said, I'm late for a minute. I went along with her. I literally was going to say, is she not like a young sister? Carrie and Mouse. 911, what's your emergency? Right? I literally was about to say, listen back, you'll see me with me. I know you're close. Are you scared? How many times does she see him? I'm like, on the third time, I was like, nah, at that point, just driving. Do you think you're the first one to say that? Ah, let me get out of here! I know fear when I see it. It's all in the eyes. Denise is in the house. Hello, People think they can hide it, but they can't. Not from me. Prove to me that I'm wrong! You hear me? Oh, I. Again, I am coming for you. No shit, your luck. Alone. Oh, yeah. Alone. See, I, I don't know if that, this is just... This is something that kind of crossed my mind when I was watching it, right? The, the thing is, in the UK, if you came across a guy that looked like that, you'd be like, what? Psycho? Pedo? Whatever, right? In America, he could be the nicest guy in the world or the craziest psycho. I Do you know what like I mean? he's a juice man. Like the guy that turns up, honks his horn, and everybody's like, oh, let's go and buy juice for a van, and you get biscuits there too. Remember those folk? Uh... No. There used to be a guy called Jim the Juice Man, right? Funnily enough, I think he got he did get chased. <laughs> That's a horror film wait to happen. Right? The thing is, <laughs> Jim, I, 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 Jim I remember, the I Juice Man. I remember saying to my mum, whatever happened to Jim the Juice Man? I don't see him anymore. I got a thingied for like his wife apparently was interfering with with our girls. I was like, of course he was, he's Jim the fucking juice man. <laughs> hey, let me just say something. Before we go ahead, it was my 31st birthday the other day, and J Mac, I cannot thank you enough for putting me onto this, this beautiful 
bourbon that I have never tried until then. I saw it and I thought, do you know what? When when, this, when I opened this, postman handed me a box. I opened it and I went, that's such a J-Mac bottle. That, that's such a J-Mac thing. <laughs> I thought, but it's brilliant. And I went like that. Ready? Oh, there it is. A beautiful went, noise, isn't it? It is. And I went, oh, that smells all right. Right now, I've got bottles that I say to myself, I'd tan before I get to the good stuff. Kind of stuff that you're like, eh. I get rid of that before I go to the good stuff. But see this, as you can tell, my birthday was only a couple of days ago and I can't put it down. So thank you, <laughs> mate. That means a lot to me. Just even a wee gesture like that means it's a ton, mate. Thank you for that. No, you're, you're very welcome, man. And and I, I have to say, there is, there's something so much more satisfying about a, a bottle of booze that goes boom than a bottle <laughs> of booze that goes You know what I mean? There's... Uh, I, I, I Facebook <laughs> user. Facebook user says, "What are you implying about America, there, J Mac?" Oh, oh nothing God. about America. Just, uh, <laughs> just the fact that um, in the UK, somebody who looked like that would be immediately suspicious. Whereas in America, that could be your friendliest guy ever next door, or your biggest psycho on the planet. That's all I'm saying. What is that? Oh, um, that's that's some that's some. Uh, would you call it? spammy shite yeah yeah i wonder who goes about uh, i don't know mm. Mm. so i'm playing nothing about america i go back and listen to all our other episodes i'm, I'm, I'm sure you've <laughs> never heard jay mac mentioning <laughs> about america and we've got a lot of great friends in america great amazing people people like todd surprise um and other, other folks <laughs> janice we have um doug curtis a good friend We've got lots of friends from America. We love American yeah. people. Um, America. Oh, no way. Facebook user. By the way, Facebook user is cool. Why is he coming up as Facebook user? <laughs> Did we block him or something? <laughs> no. no. Did you block us, Cole? What are you doing? Cole must have blocked us. <laughs> He's but... blocked us, then commented and given himself up as a blocker. <laughs> oh, no. Mate, what the hell? Why, why is he coming up? As... Do you know what? It's probably... It's probably nice, to, using... nice to hear from you, though, Cole. I know, I know. Looking forward to catching up, Cole. Absolutely. Um, aye. Cole's one of our great American friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, no, who's no one of our good American friends? Evil killer man who looks like James Hetfield from the movie Alone. Me. <laughs> a couple things about this movie really had me gone, come on. Right. But we'll get to that when it gets to it. This is your typical, I've seen it all before kind of movie, right? We've mm. seen that it a million been. times. Should have been. There, there are a couple of real elements. When you were saying about the, you know, it's everything that would happen and stuff. No, because if you get smashed in the face with a tire iron, four times chances are you're no getting back up <laughs> i love the fact I, mean. you, I love the fact that you call that a tire iron isn't that what it's called no that's what that's what that's what an american would call it oh here we go again mate what you got against americans not nothing that's just the american term uh what what's, we call it is uh uh what's the word <laughs> Well, what is the there's one? a tire iron. We call it a, a somebody from this country. Help me! What is this called? It's not a, a tire wrench? iron. It crowbar. It's a uh It's a it is a wrench. Oh is shit! It? Yeah, I can't I can't remember. But yeah, if you get smacked in the face one with one of those, it's it's not the most pleasant of things I could imagine. Um, so. 
the, the way the film starts off is your your typical. It's like okay, this is a widowed woman. Do we know she's widowed from the beginning? Ah, because she's like this. <laughs> and she's looking at the iPad. She's looking at the iPad of her and her fella. And she's like that. <laughs> it happens right at the start. <laughs> a crowbar says Brian McLaughlin. I don't know. No, it's, it's not a crowbar. A it's not a crowbar. crowbar. A crowbar is crowed. Well done. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's not a crowbar because it's it's got a it's got a, a wheel nut thing on the end of it for getting your wheel nuts off. What the fuck is it called? Why? Oh, why Janice, Janice says it has a lug wrench. Not again, a lug wrench. That's a very American term. We call it something different. A which is what a problem. <sighs> not that it matters. It really doesn't matter if somebody can come you up with the right thing. Word. It's an American. It's an American thing. <laughs> It's, it happens to be. But it is. American. There's Americanisms that have happened to the English language over the years that, like, they, they call glasses eyeglasses just to remind them where they put the fucking things, right? Where's the, Kevin Webster when you need him? Aye. Says Matthewman. Kevin Webster. Is it not, is it not for Coronation Street? Aye, the mechanic, Coronation Street. You know, I was thinking, is that something for Webster's, right. Webster's <laughs> Dictionary or something? I was like, no, no, no. It's not as complicated as Ivan that. Ivan Webster. Um, so. Um, I it, it does it kind of kicks off as your standard fare, like the lone woman making a lone journey across the country, and then she starts getting not followed. There's, a, there's almost like a, a road rage type of incident that just kind of escalates, but then de escalates, escalates, de escalates. Um, and it, the, the, the tension building was fantastic, I have to say. It was well, I. Oh, but what oh, I liked about it, though, as, as I sense, I sense some no, no, no. Do you know what I did like about it? The fact that she wasn't playing the, the stupid idiot where you are, come on. He's like, you know, there's my car broke down, why to take us down the road eh, up the petrol station? And she's like, no, didn't <laughs> She brings <laughs> her window down just enough to get his fingers in, right? And uh, then she's like, nah, man, nah. And he's like, oh, why just take us up, though? She's like, nah, though. <laughs> Why just take us up though? Because I need to get there. And she's like, I'll get them to come to you. And she just drives away. Smart, smart lady. Uh, she's obviously leaving her normal life to come out to the woods because that's what you do usually when when your husband's dead. Some folk <laughs> do that, right? So, <laughs> so she's trying, you know, you know. I don't want to wait for my life. And she's driving up. She's driving up. Creek, is she? <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's away up getting all the patter right in her car greeting and everything and then for some reason what what, what i would have liked to have been explained to me is why her like because you can't there's a wee bit of an operation going on there eh? like i've got the goods any worry you know that i'll be i've got this one and he talks about having done it before i feel there may mm. be a sequel or a prequel in here right where it's like the return of hetfield or the the early days, <laughs> you know, the early Hef, days with Hetfield and the McCoys. I I, right. I I think the the, the fact that it looks like James Hetfield has to get brushed aside for a wee while. <laughs> but there's a Matthewman waiting there, right? There's ah, Matthewman. Matthewman is waiting there in the wings to to do some kind of Metallica <laughs> alone Mate, mashup. Have um, it my way. Have it my way, and Matthewman will be busy for a wee while. 
working on a big project. Isn't that right, Matthew? Man? Oh, I feel I am unprivy to a conversation that has happened without me. I'll and I'm sure I will hear what it is after this. No, 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 no. I'll give you, I'll give you the gist there, right? I'll give you the gist there. A certain friend of ours has a certain documentary about a certain, shall we say, character. A, not a character, but a man behind the character that may have lived on Elm Street at some point and then came back and started slashing up teenagers, right? So May have lived on Elm Street. Who might that have been? Could be anybody. But the thing is, lives on Elm Street, documentary coming out, and they're needing an artist to work on their art. And I was like, <laughs> you did the David Matthew Brain. Mate, I went like that with my eyes. I went, Matthew Man! <laughs> Anyways, this is something Matthew Man needs to do because it's right up his street. It was made for him. He's the perfect guy for it. But hopefully it all it all works out and, and you see his work out there being promoted by the man himself. But listen, I can't say too much about it, so we'll just... Right. Um, I not say too much about it, except there's a documentary about a guy that lived on Elm Street. <laughs> and that our pal <laughs> made it. And that Matthew <gasps> Man would be great to do the artwork on it. So he hey, might be busy. I, what? Let me just read this this uh, this comment here. Sharon Stewart. This is Sharon a new Stewart. name. Nice, nice to be speaking with you, Sharon. Watched it last night. It was rubbish. I actually started to not like the female actress. Over the top at the end and just not believable. Could not have cared less if she had been killed. Oh, You sound oh. sympathetic. <laughs> tell us more about yourself, Sharon. Right, in fact, Sharon, in the comments, please tell us what you would have done, right? At the point where you realize for the third time that you're seeing this guy, right? What would you have done? I want to be hmm. I want to be descriptive in the comments. Tell us Sharon. <laughs> Sharon! Tell us Sharon. <laughs> See, for me, what this what this film did was show me once again what a proper film can actually be without the overuse of CGI, without mm-hmm. too many characters diluting a story that didn't need diluted. Mm-hmm. This this is a very focused movie on a few characters that you can get invested in very, mm-hmm. very easily. I mean, yes. you've got your female protagonist, you've got the the stalker, killer, um, Hetfield guy. You've got, you've got the guy that comes out to be like, oh, I'll help you, and then he starts, and you're like, you're like at home going, ah, you're a dafty, you're getting killed, you're getting killed. As soon as you've seen him, as soon as so you've seen dead. Dr. Chilton, you were like, you're dead, mate. You're dead, and he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, right, Robert. You are now from now this this point forward, Robert. You are known as Bobby, and you are out. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's deed. Bobby's you're, Bobby's. You're, uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Bobby gets panned. <laughs> Quite a shame as well. And here's the thing as well. Pardon me. Here's the thing. Sorry. Ap- apologies. Apologies. We're, we're 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 all we're all human here, right? We're so that, that that's the exact noise that Ricky Gervais makes in extras when he's playing the genie. He's like. It was like, oh, I've never, I've never, I don't know. I'm sure now that's twice you've <laughs> homosexual innuendo by Rishi Gervais. Um, there's one <laughs> point, there's one point where she goes, and I thought it was very well acted because I was watching it and she runs like hell for him. He's coming after her. She's now faced with the rapids, the water flowing down the river. It's going like mad, right? Mm. She looks at it and she looks at him, right? And without saying a word, she jumps and I said to my wife I goes I goes she's gonna jump and what she said what she said without saying anything was I'd rather take my chances and die in there than have to go back to that wee jail cell and get fucking touched by you you can 
<laughs> that's exactly it. It's that choice between certain death or a chance of death. Do you know what exactly. I mean? It's, it's, it's like Not even that, but that guy's years. probably going to take her back to that room, rip all her clothes off and start licking her. It's easier just to be sleeping with the fishies. Sharon says... <laughs> <laughs> start liking it i just i was watching terminator 2 the other night with murray and it was that bit where the orderly lit that got cut face. out on the tv version it's by the way so creepy man it's ah, just no, nasty yeah, uh, and do you know what the thing is see about that that as well it's not the first time he's done that it's no so much more in the the director's cut i'd like to speak to big james let's get him on sharon stewart said it had potential to be good but lost it why would any woman who has been kidnapped by this weirdo try to steal his car um, to get away from him? Ah, she, she was in a situation where she had, by the way, the ultimate skelf, right? I know. That skelf moment. Right? That was a skelf, mate. I, I think if I had a skelf like that, <laughs> I would have stole Ted Bundy's car when he was still in it, right? <laughs> to just to get just to get the weight off my foot with that oh. skelf in it. For anybody that doesn't know what skillf is, it's a splinter, right? Splinter. It, it's 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 just ow. Like as soon as not, it not happened, the kind of splinter that raises turtles, like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but as, as soon as that, she's running through through the woods to get away from this guy, and then you just hear this kind of crunch, and she falls over and looks at her foot, and I was just going. Ah! I remember doing this face, <laughs> and I was also like, "Hey, that was very well done. It looked like it came right on her foot." Sharon, please. Tell us from the point where he's like, Oh, my car's broken down. The third time she encounters him, and she's like, Nah, this guy's creepy. What would you have done, right? Your car, what, how is it he gets her out again? A car breaks down or something. Eh? Well, uh, so this, car is, breaks this, down is, this is the thing that, that I didn't, that didn't quite add up for me. It's like, because a car, it, it seemed to just start misbehaving, then it kind of went off the road and, <clears throat> excuse me, into a ditch. And then she inspected the tires and there was a slash in the side of the tire. And I was like, well, if there's a slash in the tire, she would have noticed that straight away as soon as she drove away. Yeah. Like if he slashed her tire. We have to allow... Mate, I, I think you're allowed it. like three points in a movie. You're allowed like three things you'll let go. That's <laughs> where I'm like, okay, okay, okay. We had to get there and it just wasn't up to it, right? I, I, I think there's three points we have to let go. Sharon... You should come in here more often. Eden Lake was a great film. That stars what's his face, Jack. What's his face? The boy that the scrubs, <laughs> and I had the boy from This Is England. I thought that was an alright movie as well. I did. What I didn't like about Eden Lake was the fact that a bunch of wee numpt, pardon me, a bunch of wee numpties were chasing adults about the forest. I thought that you know, come on. I think it's, I think it was a, it was a, a decent commentary on the the youth of today and how unreal ah, we can be. Um, ah. But Matthew yeah, says I like. Uh -huh. the, sorry. sorry, the whole the whole slashing the tire thing. Like I looked at it and I was like, right, okay, your tire slashed, but you could have gotten away easily. Oh, aye. easily gotten away. And the reason is it was only flat at the bottom. The rest <laughs> of the tire was fine. Uh, <laughs> Matthewman says I like the Fox. chase bits. <laughs> <laughs> I like the chase bits. Ending kind of lost me a bit. The foot scalp bit was cool though. Have you seen Eden Lake? What? Same kind of vibe, only without Neds. All right, I'm thinking that he might have made that comment first, and then Sharon might have said, "Oh, Eden Lake, Eden Lake was Mate, class." No woman called Sharon ever got her ass kicked, right? Like nobody's ever like that. I'm coming to get you, Sharon. No, you many men, many men have had their asses kicked by women called Sharon. But Sharon, you know the other way about it's this. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's Sharon, right? And then she catches up with you. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, when, <laughs> and when Sharon catches up with you, right? You're about to hear what happens when Sharon catches up. The overacting. <laughs> Mate, nobody called Sharon ever got their ass kicked in movies like that. It just didn't happen. But Sharon, this is the third time now. Tell us. I would like to know what you would do, right? And then tell us where you're from. And that'll kind of tell me whether you're able to date or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like Sharon's Scottish. Yeah. Ah, kind of getting that vibe. We'll find out. We'll find out. She will tell well, us. Uh, you will tell us, us. Sharon. This movie wasn't terrible. I felt at the start, I was like, oh, kind of, when we get into it, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it, it does kind of take a while to get where it's going, but I don't know, for me that was decent. It kind of gave you a decent time to build up the the characters a yeah. wee bit. Um, without just kind of diving straight into the, the, the kidnap stuff. I mean, a film like this could easily have just opened up in a basement and the kidnaps already happened. It was nice to actually get the the build up to it, and the fact that we know that her husband had committed suicide, and she's she's on her own. I like it. it, it I like how it just very quickly brushes over the fact that our man committed suicide. Um, no, he goes um, right into it when he's trying to antagonize. Yeah, but he just. I, but all he's saying is that he was a coward, um, which is the standard fare for uh, the approach of men's mental health. Nobody seems to give a <laughs> fuck about it. So um, <laughs> he's a coward. To be not honest, even I'm going to disagree with you a wee bit here. This movie, Come on, then. well, and it's only this. He goes into a wee dialogue about saying, you know, it's your fault because when someone goes to take their own life, they reach out, they have, there are signs, there are cries for help. And it's where he's putting the blame on her shoulders saying, look, he done that, but there were signs, there are always signs. I felt that it was a bit of an educational moment there for people to say okay well, if there's signs maybe i should look for signs within my friends within my family within anybody there are always signs and it and then when you go back and watch that tv series 13 reasons why that for me see that series by the way sat with me for a while after watching it from a point of view that the even you just saying something stupid or being quite shitty to someone for like for you seems oh, i only made a simple remark for them, that could be another brick in that wall that's already tearing their life apart. And that was very descriptive, that series, to the point where I was like, I'm going to reevaluate everything I say to someone. I even reached out to a wrestler on Twitter a couple of years ago. The guy got released for WWE. And he was like, he said something and I, I commented back and I was like, ah, but you're pish anyway. So, and then he <laughs> messaged back and he was like, no one asked for your opinion. And he blocked me, right? Years later, I now have a new Twitter account. And I seen him commenting on something because I follow him again. And I was like, I was a wee dick to this guy for no Who reason. Who was it? Uh, you'll never know him. <laughs> He's not that good. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you'll never know him. He was shite. <laughs> I'm joking. His name is Bill James, right? I think Bill, he went back. Mate, how would I not know him? <laughs> you do not know him. Bill James. Right. His name, Honestly, man. My favorite right. wrestler ever. Okay, what was he called in WWE then? Bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you're talking. No, he was called Bill Dempsey in WWE. Now, I reached out to him now and I apologised to him. I said, mate, years ago I had a Twitter account and I said something stupid and fucking arsy for no reason whatsoever. I said, I apologise. 
and I hope that you're you're doing well. And I says that was fucking stupid of me, and I was a fucking idiot. And he re- he messaged back saying, "Thanks for that. Um, everybody makes mistakes and does stupid stuff. We're all human." Yeah. And so, so for me, for me, I took away a lot from that. So there's my teachable moment from that movie. It, it does resonate when people talk about men's mental health, women's mental health, mental health in general. That you might say something's quite stupid at the very point in time, thinking nothing of it. But at the end of the day, you don't know what's happening in their their life, and that could be enough to fucking send them out of the, out of the fence. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? Uh, I mean. I mean, a lot of- <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Man says, was it John Cena? Frick that guy. <laughs> Frick. Frick that guy. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena. Um... <laughs> John Cena shared one of Matthew Man's he never artistic shared it. He posted post- it. He, he posted, posted it. one of posted one of Matthew Man's artworks. Gave him and zero the, credit. And, and Matthew Man's like, yeah, John. was Matthew Man's credit. <laughs> You're like, John, any chance you could give me some credit? Dang it. <laughs> Here's the credit. You can't see me. <laughs> but again, I, I say that at the time. I was like, that's that's the way this the whole entertainment industry goes. It just tends to go, cheers. I know. The thing is, John Cena saw that on Matthew Man's Instagram, took it from Matthew Man's Instagram, reposted it on his own Instagram and cropped the part that has Matthew Man's name on it. <laughs> it's like he, he now, forgot the folk could actually see him. I know. The thing is, I think, because his, his posts are cryptic, I think that means that he's working on series two and that's his way of saying it. But hey, if I've not already stated this, Matthew Man is the man and this is every <laughs> reason why you should go to his Redbubble. Go to redbubble.com Type in C Matthew Min Design. Go and check out his stuff. Check out his Instagram. Go follow him. The guy literally is an artistic genius. This is him here. I don't know if you can see it at the bottom. CMD, Craig Matthew Min Design. Literally, if anybody's listening to this or watching this in, in the archives, listening to it on Spotify, go find him. If you ever need anything artistic done, go find him. If you're in the industry, go find him. He is the guy. The guy. Sorry, he plugged. He is very, very good. He's very, very good. But I've, I've got some Matthew Mans hanging up my wall here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wee J Sharks right there as well. Uh, yeah. Wee J Sharks had behind that bookshelf. That was nice of you. <laughs> Sorry. No. See, to be honest, Sorry where's, was... where's, the best, where's the best place for J Mac's face behind a fucking bookshelf? <laughs> Sorry. It's a CD rack. <laughs> um, no, to be honest, the CD shelf was here. Ah, but... I just showed my age behind a right. bookshelf and you corrected me with your generation saying <laughs> oh, it's a CD rack. CD that came later. <laughs> um, but it was initially here, but the issue was I kept banging my seat off it, so I had to move it there. Mm. So yours was on display because look how prime. It is right behind me. I want it to be seen. We'll work that out. Any road alone. Would you say you would ask someone to watch it? Like, I would recommend it. Go ahead and watch it. Uh, um, it's all right. I'd say it's, this is how I'd say it to you, J Mac. You need to watch this thing on uh, Netflix. First off, I don't think I'd say you'd need to watch it. I'd say J Mac, watch this thing on Netflix if you fancy it. It's called Alone. It's all right. So we were slow getting into it, but. It'll pass the time. You'll probably enjoy watching it with a wife. Is that, is that a fair? fair ah, I mean, it's like if you're into NHS specs and massive tashes, you'll fucking love it. Uh, and Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> Honestly, the, the similarities between Carrie Ann Moss and her 
for me were just so Same. evident. I'm glad, I'm glad we've seen that. Hey, if you could pick to go on a date, right, with Carrie Ann Moss or her, who would it be? Her. But then if you go on a date with Carrie Ann Moss, you can talk about filming The Matrix and hanging out with Keanu Reeves. Are you sure it's still her? I don't know. I, I guarantee you she'd be more interesting. I think Carrie Ann Moss. So? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is probably be, she's been what's the word? Um, she'd be she's fed up with that industry, man. <laughs> she's fed up. <laughs> I think so. Um, well, aye, the thing is, I think so. So, so I'll, let me rephrase that question. If there was, if you could go on a date with Carrie Ann Moss or her, and there's no guarantee or no chance whatsoever of getting intimate with either of them, who are you going on a date with? Both of them. No, you can only choose one. Still her. Really? That was like, ah. Ah. Still, no, no, but still her. Who? The one I can't even remember her fucking name. Ah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I did. I, I found she was a decent actress. There was I, some of it was a bit too breathy and kind of over the top. I also I found that the, well the sound design was a bit funky sometimes. I found that some of the the foley work was quite over the top and uh, obviously trying to cover up uh, audio problems during the filming. Uh, but you can tell it's a low budget film. That prop, that film probably cost less than what three million. Still, still was decent for what they've done. I, I, uh, no, absolutely. But mm-hmm. I think with the process that we're going through just now, making our little film, I think you realise that there are certain things that have to be kind of tweaked or adjusted or you need you need to overcompensate with some things to cover up the failings in other areas and i, I think it's it's pretty uh well the, the creaky the, tree noises there was creaky trees there was birds there was crickets crickets never shut the fuck up um there was oh so much cricket so much cricket it was like summer in uk <laughs> so sorry not the uk summer in england so much cricket we don't do cricket my, my dad came to see me the other day Obviously, in Bathgate, and <laughs> there's all these seagulls. Like, it's like it's like being at the beach. <laughs> I know. So why do you call them seagulls? They should be called hanging about the chippy gulls. <laughs> I know. Wait, what's with this person? Hey, I'm just going to do this for one second, right? Pause this for a sec. <laughs> Naked HDXYZ want to find love. We will help. Please, just drop drop the whole I'm a bot thing for a minute. <laughs> and just be genuine with us for a minute, right? We will humour you. And I swear, if you give us some good patter, J-Mac will take you up on your your request to help him no. find love, right? J- J-Mac will only because apparently your idea of good night out is to give somebody a kiss, stick your thumb up their arse and make them sweat. So <laughs> He's like, I've like, I fell for that before. <laughs> <laughs> Thumb. <laughs> you said you'd help me find love. That's no love. <laughs> Tell you what, I have found. I have found my sexual limit. <laughs> oh, sick man! Look at my hair. <laughs> I think that just happened during the process of this podcast. Uh, I think yeah. this movie, for me, hmm. I feel like for me. I feel like for me. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. I think she she twatted him in the head four times with a wee tire iron. And I think 
one of them, two of them at the most. Right, let me tell you why I call it a tire iron, right? I grew up watching wrestling. Don't know if you know that, right? And in WWE. GI. In WWE, right? What I would hear when one of those utensils were brought to the ring was, Oh my God, he's just hit him with a tire My God, he's just hit him with a tire So that's why I know that as a tire iron. Yeah? It reminds me of my hmm. teacher who was colorblind, right? And he held up a yellow pencil and he's like, Use this yellow pencil, and somebody went, Saw, saw. I thought you said your colorblind. He's like, Well, I am. I am, David. I, but you cannot see yellow pencil. How come? Well, David, you see, when I was a child, my mum told me this was yellow. I see it different to how you see it, but it's yellow to me. I need a shake. <laughs> and that was that. Was that. <laughs> it actually reminds me of one of the best uh, sports commentary moments of all time. And it, it happened back in the... There was still a transition between going from uh, black and white TV to colour TV. And this was the point where snooker was getting popular. And the, the commentators... <laughs> what point was that? <laughs> Snooker's so popular. <laughs> Fuck off. Aye, aye, right. aye. Name me so, a top five snooker players. The commentator goes... So, <laughs> he's like... He's like Okay, so I think he's gonna he's gonna pot the red here. Then he's probably gonna line up for the blue. For those of you watching in black and white, the blue is the one just behind the pink. <laughs> black and white, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever remember that because it's as popular as women's football. Um, oh, oh, oh no, no, oh, you can't see, see that. I saw a great, true. brilliant true. meme the other day. Brilliant meme, and it was it was so it was perfect, perfect, and it was like. Man, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. 60 years later, women, fuck's sake, I'll get it myself. <laughs> true. Hey, and hats off to them. Well done. Well done yeah, to the women. Well done the Finally done. They've done well. Do you think they could have done it against the, the same calibre whatever? I don't know. Well, playing against the men? Aye. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Don't be silly. I, I don't know too much about football. I know it's a human game of ping pong. Um, and I also know that everybody that steps onto the field is talented. I know that all, a lot of the guys are little bitches. I know this for sure. I see it all the time. Many times someone runs past them and a gust of wind hits them. They do you can't bring up that you can't bring up that thing I sent you earlier, could you? What thing? I sent I sent you, didn't I? Oh, you did. Uh, I, no, I cannot. I cannot bring it up. <sighs> Poor man, yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> Janice is like women's football, not here in the states. <laughs> I've seen I've seen <laughs> women's American football, and it's extremely appealing because for some reason they play in bikinis. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> One thing I would also like to say for all the female out there that play guitar is I would believe it to be uh, an insult when someone says she's the female guitarist. I believe that women and men are just guitarists and some of the women fucking can really shred um mm. you ever notice that someone says oh that's the female guitarist rather than just saying that's the guitarist i yeah. think that does a discredit to them and i'm not one of these pc folks or whatnot but i do think that that's a wee bit of shame because there are many women there are many guitarists out there that happen to be female that can kick my ass at guitar mm. so they're more of a guitarist than me I was I was following a a woman on TikTok who was, I think she was probably I think she was like an American Asian she looked she looked kind of Eastern but um she she was American and she had an amazing guitar she could shred like hell 
Um, really attractive as well. But that was what I noticed first. I was like, geez, she's hot. And I was like, fuck, she can play guitar as well. And I think it's kind of built into you a wee bit. Like, that's the first thing you look for is you go, oh, she can do something. And then, <laughs> but, but that's 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 something that's a wee bit funky, a wee bit wrong. Um, but I deleted TikTok earlier today. I, why? I got rid of it. Do you know why? No, no, because no. it's just full of adverts now. It's it's just full of adverts. It's full you of people that someone pe- that... people masquerading as TikTokers that are just selling shit. So, oh my god, yeah, I've been playing this game. As soon as they go, I've been playing this game, right? And you just see it in the corner, it's like download this game. You're like, fuck you, fuck you. Twice. Get hold of yourself, mate. You know you'll be back on that sooner than later. Nah, nah, that, that's me genuinely had enough. It's pointless. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you pointless. this, right? See the next time that I receive a TikTok link from you, which is basically how you communicate with me now, right? All form of communication stopped, and I just communicate to you now in TikTok links. Um, <laughs> when that happens, I'm I'm putting it up on this show. Oh, you're going to fart. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough of them. Today. Not bad. <laughs> Aye, thanks for that. Um, you want? Do you want to tell the story? Even just from your point of view. Well, from my point of view, I just got a message for you, and it was uh, my mug on a billboard <laughs> farting multiple times, <laughs> um, and I was I was not expecting it. Um, I mean, it, it feels different when you put something out on the internet. It's like, ah, oh, if people see it, it's funny. It'll make them laugh. But when you think about the fact that it's being played on a billboard. <laughs> Near where you grew up, <laughs> and somebody might see it go. J Mac, J Mac, having a good number of farts to himself and singing, singing before his farts. So, <laughs> I, thanks, thanks for that. That was uh, that was an awesome little moment in my life. Apologies, mate. Um, and there's many things I can be proud of, but that's definitely not one of them. Think of this, mate. Wee Mac, right? Young Wee Mac. If only he knew that years to come that his face would be on a, several billboards on a wall displayed to the public. Yeah, think thanks. about it. <laughs> you made me famous. <laughs> famous? I got, I, got, I got a famous anus. <laughs> a famous? <laughs> a famous. Oh, man. I Sorry, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Aye, th- this movie. <laughs> <laughs> movie review. That's, that's what we're doing. No, mate, uh, this is a Jibber podcast. We're, we're speaking about the movie. Obviously, the movie isn't that. It's not that much to have us be like, oh, man, did we talk about this? Did we talk about this? Right? I mean, we've got, what, 15 minutes left of the show. It's easy enough to say it was all right. I'd give it a solid six out of 10. I mean, it, I'd it give wasn't it a five. You give it a five. Oh, that's it harsh. was a good effort. Oh, it was a great effort. Whoever made the movie, bravo. You made a really good movie. As far as where it pecks on my pecking order, put it this way, it'll no begin in the collection on a physical disc. You know I, I mean? I'm kind of at the point now where I'll congratulate anybody that makes a movie, regardless of how bad it is. You still manage to make a movie. You manage to actually kind of get yourself out there and go through the process. Not an easy process. Go through the process and make an actual film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that can learn as you go along the way it's not as easy as you might think you might sit down and and complain about somebody's acting or complain that oh that's a bit fuzzy why is it no one focus working blah 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 <laughs> sit down and try it honestly sit down and try it see if you've got an idea if you're watching this now and you've got an idea for a film write it down write it mm-hmm. down send it to us we might make it you never know 
But it's not an easy process. And remember that next time you're sitting down in a film going, this is shite, by the way. I'm going to check this on IMDb. Uh, 3.9, I thought, say, by the way. Oh, what's that, Kev? It's, uh... It's upside down. It's Under the Influence by J. Mac McCaig. There you go. You read it yet? You read it? No. If I'd have read it, I'd have spoke to you about it. I've not had a chance yet, man. Try to run loads of stuff, which you're very much aware of. We're in the we're in the we're in the thick of it. We have a film company. For anybody that doesn't know, we have a film company. We're making movies now. J Max just wrote, written a uh, short film. He get, he pondered an idea to me one night. And for someone that says I uh, shoot all his ideas in and they well, right? He came up with a great idea, and I said in fucking capital letters, write that son of a bitch right now, right? Go for it, because that sounds class. It sounds like something I would watch. There are many qualities to yourself, J Mac. You might not, you might not always see them or believe in them, but I motherfucking do. I did four years ago. I did. I do today, and that just shows that you put your heat to it, and there it is. And I printed it out so it's real. And hopefully, hopefully, it'll be something that comes back where a wee green tick, and we can make it and we can show it to everybody. Aye. There's the hope. The and hope, Nick. <laughs> and when I'm in it, my acting, will, my acting will be better than this. <laughs> you remember that part in uh, Total Recall? No, Total Recall. Tango and Cash, where Kurt Russell's dressed up as a lady, and the guy says something to him, and he goes like that. With his sunglasses. <laughs> I always, as a child, watching that movie, I used to go, ha, ha, ha. Sticking the finger up to him. I, I got it. Straight out of the back. <laughs> Tango and cash is class. Tango, Tango and, and class. Tango and class. Mate, everything's getting a sequel. Tango and cash. Oh, by the way, did you hear Batgirl got canned? Batgirl? Got canned. Oh, shame. I'm sure it was going to be awesome. 50 million they spent on that. 50 million. Sure. By the way, that, just, that shows you how bad it was going to be if they if they went right. We spent fifty million on it, but fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good cast that made Brendan Fraser was in that, so I'm quite gutted because I wanted to see him make his. Can I just fun. say something about Brendan Fraser? I hate it when people call him Brendan fucking Fraser. How often Fraser. does that happen? I don't know. How often does that happen? Say, I hate it when folk call him Brandon Fraser. No, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. His, Fraser. his name's Brendan Fraser. It's it's not difficult. It's Fraser, not Fraser. Fraser's not even a real name. I know. I know. Guys, we've got a review coming up very soon of Red Heat. Are we getting it? It looks to be that we're getting it. I'm just going to say it. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> it looks like we're getting the 4K to check it out. That's uh, awesome. It's re-released. Ideally, someone from the movie would be class. Unlikely that it's going to be who you think. Come on, Belushi. Come on, <laughs> one on the jabber jabber. If it ever um, comes on, I'll be like, mate, I messaged you about 40 times. Right? <laughs> and you never got back to me. Is it? Uh, who? Arnie? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's looked at every message and went, uh, does anybody know what a fucking shagger is? <laughs> it says, hey, shagger, want to come on my podcast? <laughs> uh, I, do not know, uh, I don't know what shagger is. Um, <laughs> But uh, do you know the, the bit that always it still sticks in my mind is like a really funny moment for that film is when he walks into the hotel to check in, and his son, he, like his name's Ivan Danko, so he walks <laughs> in and he just he just walks up to the guy at the reception and goes, 
Danko. And the guy goes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oh, I'm so looking stupid. forward to it. Um, I would really like us to do something cool. Matthew, man, see if you could do something cool for Red Heat. I could pass that on to the distribution company. There you go. There hey, you go. And you can vouch for this, J-Mac. I'm all about spreading the wealth and making sure that the right people get the right opportunities. Can you not vouch? That's all what I'm all about. And I think Matthew Man's an underspent talent, and it's just a matter of time before he, before he gets... Before he makes it to the big time. To the big time. What was that? Um, I don't know. It's following you. I I was Armageddon, actually. So I edited this together. Is that you? Are you just stealing noises and putting them together? Mate, that has me weak. That has me weak. Uh, I showed a lot of that stuff to your sister the day and she just wasn't in it. I met a Heather. She came into the cinema and she's like, hey, I'm just here to see if there's a movie I can watch. I want to see Elvis. I'm like, sorry, pal. Elvis left the building a couple of weeks ago, man. I know we've still got posters up, but we need new ones, right? And uh, she's like, oh, it's it's different for me. I'm used to, you know, working on the other side. She's actually at the pyramids right now working on a, a couple of movies. She's Who's this? She's a Heather, right? Uh, oh, a Heather. A Heather. And she's doing it for the big time. And I was like, mate, we have a one of you. We've got one of you. <laughs> she's called Heather. She's like, oh, you you don't know where you'd be without her. I'm like, I know, right? Right? Um, so, by the way, Hen, do you mind if I call you Heath? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't ask permission. Matthewman says, love a wee Arnie movie. Imagine him popping up in a new Prey movie dressed as Comanche. Dude, lol. Mate, Prey's coming out, and I wish I could play it in the cinema, but I can't. My hands are tied. Uh, Janice says, funny but terrifying, lol. <laughs> Janice, thank you. Mate, I feel there's some untapped stuff going on with Janice, man. Janice, I wish... Oh, I, just I wish think could... she could spin a good yarn. She, you she know, could spin a good yarn. I'll she say it right now. See, better. One day when Jibber Jabber really makes the cash, and I'm hopeful one day, positive affirmations, we're going to fly everybody over from America, all our American friends, and we're just going to get a big booze up, a great night out. Todd Surprise will be there licking Eddie Van Halen. It'll be a surprise party then. (laughs) Janice will uh, be kicking about with her husband um, doing a thing. Matthew will be there in the corner painting like Bob Ross. It'll be bloody awesome. Janice says, I can spin a good yarn, Jay. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh, tell me what that Tell a good story. Spin a good yarn. Tell a good story. Janice, come on the show, man. Come on. Janice says, I would love that. Mate, <laughs> share this show with your friends. The more people that watch a show, we can kind of make money off that. We'll save up. We'll hire a hall. We'll book some flights. And you, Everybody that's been part of our wee jibber-jabber journey so far. Mate, that would be like the best night out ever. Uh, everybody. Like <laughs> it Doug, would be. <laughs> Doug Curtis and what's his name? Andrew Dominic going, yeah, I'll fucking kill you, mate. 
<laughs> Craig Fairbrass like, battered everybody in the corner. But I'm all fucking ways banned. Mate, I had beer. <laughs> I want this so much. Please. Yeah, I just I, I loved when we were talking to Andrew Dominic about <laughs> Chopper and he's like that. He's like he's like, oh no, yeah, a lot of the stories he was telling were true. He just wasn't fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> there's the man send me a ticket i'll come over the pond and do the show oh mate i am telling you that will happen at some point promise you mate I promise you would love that would absolutely love that todd surprise todd, todd i hate to say it what man but you, that profile picture man you look like the guy in happy gilmore that tries to put him off jackass <laughs> <laughs> todd is the man todd is todd. the man make sure you guys check out racing boys Todd's podcast that he produces. It's a it's a radio, it's a radio show. show. It's absolutely him. And Todd is a fellow guitarist who loves to build them, shred them, paint them. Uh, I cannot speak highly of Todd A. Surprise. The guy is the man. Absolutely is. And I can't wait to have him back on. We this year, this year we'll have him back on. It'd be great. Janice says, I would drink y'all under the table. <laughs> We're Scottish, not you. You sure? Can't. Yeah, you just can't. Sure. No chance. You might drink no me chance. under the table, but there's no way you're... Mate, he's hey, a pro. I've just spanked two bottles of sparkling water on the show, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> is it? Really? Just sparkling <laughs> water? Are, are we, mate, is this some, some freaky Friday show. shit? Is this some freaky Friday shit or what? This is, this is, there's been a body swap going on here. Kevin's tucking into the bourbon and I'm sticking <laughs> into the console <laughs> juice with fizzy bits in it. What the <laughs> hell, man? What the hell? What the hell? Guys, if there is a movie you would like us to review, please, I'd rather, rather than us picking them, I'd love you guys to tell us what movie you think we would like. Ideally, one we've not seen. Tell I think we're going we're gonna to have to do Prey. Um, I yes, personally think it's going to be absolutely awful. <laughs> I really do. I think it's going to be terrible. But really? Yep, we'll, we'll find out. Um, I hope it's not, but I think it will be, um, which is a, mm. an unfortunate thing. Um, but I don't know. We'll just need to wait and see, won't we? We'll just pray that it's not as bad as it looks. Pray. There's already a movie called Pray with Liam Neeson in it, right? Uh, no. Uh, I'm sure there is. Is it great? Pray. Pray. You're right. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I'm going to say, I was actually watching that movie with Vin Diesel in it, where it's about his D and D character. Try to get into D and D. One of my kids has got a, a wee bit of a thing for D and D right now, which means I now have to learn how to play D and D so that I can be a parent and get involved with what my kids are interested in. And I may just learn something. Anybody out there that plays D and D in his class, hit me up. I'd like to learn a lot of stuff. Pray the new Predator movie looks all right. Matthew Man, you're watching. Next week, we do pray. Get your ass on this show. We're going to talk about it. In fact, this weekend. This weekend. This no, week. I don't think it's out this weekend. No, but we're going to do the, the watch along of uh, Velocipasta. Pasta With mm-hmm. Matthew Man. And any of you guys that are regulars on this, this show, if you want to watch along with us and you want to pop up on the screen, smash us a wee email, hit us a wee inbox, get on this show. Right. Yeah, just comment comment during the show. Just put a comment up and we will send you the link. We'll send you the link. Matthew Man's done it. it. Janice says I have played D D. Janice, if you're she gets better and better, doesn't she? Janice is uh, she's a treasure, mate. Todd Surprise says I'm gonna see Bullet Train on Sunday. Oh, I'm playing that in the cinema that I currently run. And it's Do you run it? Do you run it? I do, I do. Smooth as a whistle right now. Smooth as a whistle right now. Beautiful. Um, 
so I'll be checking that out too. Bullet train. Hmm. Nice. Um, aye. So if anybody wants to come on and watch Velosa Pasta with us, all you need is an Amazon <laughs> account where you can watch it like that and then a wee camera, jump on. Ideally, if you've got a microphone. If you don't, maybe something with headphones. Jump on with us. Then we've got the three minutes left of this show. But jump on with us. Prey looks great. I think that'll be the next thing that we review. We're going to. Mate, I think it looks all right. Math. Hey, if Matthew Man's excited for it, and you know he's predator out his tits, I'll be good with it. Do you know I was walking down the street? I've got two of the same Matthew Man t-shirt. It's his design of predator. It's even got his wee signature on it. Shout out to Matthew Man. And I was walking down the street the other day, and a daft day came up to me. He was like, oh, it's a predator in your shirt, eh? It's a cool design, eh? And I was going to plug Matthew in, but I thought he probably doesn't understand what I'm talking about. So I just walked on. <laughs> but even when you were on the phone to me earlier on when you were showing my fart video, you walked <laughs> outside the cinema and there was a guy like, eh, film, by the way, I've seen that film. Mate, his teeth were like black. <laughs> and you're just like, have you, I? <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, I was, I just had no time for this. Because <laughs> you just looked at me on my, the camera just like, I know. There was, there was two words missing for the conversation. It was. <laughs> Todd says we're in the Jibber Jabber podcast t-shirt proudly. Thanks, guys. Mate, we we owe you more than a Jibber Jabber podcast t-shirt. Thank you for being part. That's of awesome, though. That a Jibber Jabber podcast t-shirt made it across the pond. That well, traveled... Janice should have some by now. I know that Heather was working on sending some for her and Ray. If I'm right, Ray Faust. You can check out our merch at jibberjabberstore.co.uk. We, we we make a wee bit of money. We make enough money on this show to keep the show running. No enough to like go and go mental. And if we did make enough to go and go mental, we'd go mental. We'd come over to America. We'd hang out with all you. Um, but we don't. <laughs> we'd come yet. and stay with you. It's all right. <laughs> we just come and stay with you. We can't afford a hotel. Like, we'll just stay here. But <laughs> thing is, though, we we absolutely would love to. So share this podcast with your pals if if you think somebody would enjoy it. We love speaking to you guys just as much as you guys may enjoy checking us out. But the show is uh, pretty much over now. We've got seconds left. J-Mac, would you like to say anything before we go? Uh, no, just thanks again for, for tuning in. Keep watching. Everything gets more interesting every time we do it. So just keep watching. Keep tuning in. Keep doing this thing. Keep sending your suggestions. Keep sending your comments. Keep sending everything you're doing. It's all fun. Except you, you fucking troll with your find love at splashythumbbum.com. Screw that yeah. person, guys. It's <laughs> been a pleasure. Next week we'll be back with Prey. We'll also be back with a watch along with Velosa Pasta. Check out Matthew Man. Check out our stuff. If you like our merch, grab some. We love you guys and thank you very much for tuning in to our Jibber Jabber podcast. This has been a blast as always. Take it easy, guys. You guys are the best and we'll see you on the flip side. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.